bag slappers, cousaroos, and rubber dicks. For the first time ever, we're putting out a show that isn't WATP on our feed. And that's because Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week was able to get Patrick Michael to guest on his show, and he wanted us to put it out. By the way, if you like what Brandon is doing here, consider donating $1 a month at patreon.com slash SSOTW. If you're a fan of Patrick Michael, this is worth a listen. It starts with Patrick proving he's done zero research on Brandon's show and couldn't even be bothered to listen to the song that he brought as his shitty song of the week. Seriously, Seamus didn't listen to a four-minute song to at least see if it sucks and maybe even jot down some notes about what sucks about it. Zero effort, which is why he is the GOAT. Sorry, Andy. If you can get through the first half, that's where the fun begins. Brandon brings a song from Kevin which is the band that Patrick Michael played drums in while his buddy Luke held down random frets on a guitar. Give this a listen because Patrick Michael responded to this in a Patreon-only episode that you can get on patreon.com podculture. We're going to have Brandon on WATP this weekend to talk about his experience recording with Patrick Michael and to analyze this response episode. We have it. And now, without further ado... Shitty Song of the Week featuring Brandon and Patrick Michael. What the fuck is this? Fucking thing sucks! Why? Why? Disappointed! Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Shitty Song of the Week. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shitty Song of the Week, the show where I'm a host, Brandon, and joining me this week, host of Do You Party and The Briefcase, we got Patty Broken Skull. Patty, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Glad to be here. Glad to be, uh, I, you know, uh, I'm a huge music fan, so this is definitely right in my alley for sure. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, before we begin everything, let's just go through the plugs real quick. Be sure to follow us on Twitter over at Shitty Song Pod. Also, you can leave us a voicemail over at 910-370-1604. Send us some song suggestions and reviews. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com SSOTW. Sign up and become a glutton for punishment to get access to bonus content each and every single month. I'm excited about this one. We're going to try something a little different tonight because what we like to do is uh, we like to pick a category of music, usually a genre and whatnot, and we'll tear through two songs each week. You guys know the drill. And, you know, we usually go with a lot of bigger band names and songs that people have most certainly heard of. And I wanted to mix things up. So when I, when I asked you to come on the show and you agreed, I thought it'd be fun if we dove deep and discovered the shittiest songs that we could possibly find on the internet. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it, it, the you could imagine that it's endless. I mean, everybody feels like they're a creator today. Everyone feels like they have some art inside of them. And it's just a matter of time before they decide that they, they're good enough to put it out there. Some people don't wait. They just put it out there early and, hey, judge it if you will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about this. I haven't listened to what you sent me, so I don't know what's going on here. This is just for shits and gigs. We'll see what comes of it. But why don't Hell you yeah. tell me a little bit about the song that you brought for us tonight? Okay, well, first and foremost, you know, I, I'm looking for you invited me on the show a while ago. It took a little while to get this in, in place and going and what have you. But in that time, I, I was thinking, I'm like, what do I want to do? And something really clicked early. And I was like, maybe that's an option. But then when I looked to send you the link, I'm realizing, oh, they have 65 million views on that video. I'm not interested. The band doesn't exist anymore. But the band that I sent you has the same singer as that band. Okay. So essentially, 
I'm in the same boat as you where it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I have an idea, but I haven't listened to the song myself. I just know that it's a big time song. This guy's been in a lot of bands that I hate. And uh, here we are. So you haven't even heard the song that you brought. You're just going off of it based off of knowing who the front man is. Yes. I I wanted to do something that was more current. Like you said, something that it's like a year old, I believe. Okay. Which is kind of for the audience, at least they'll be like, okay, I know the song. We're going to, I guess I'm going to hear it for the first time, but I do have an opinion on the singer as it is. So at least we have that. All right. So is there anything you want to tell me about the vocalist before we dive into this? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Uh, where do I want to start? It, it was really what came for me to dislike him was his popularity during my time finding this type of music. Okay. Heavier music stuff that's along these lines. And you see this guy, you look at the guy just purely on image alone. And again, this is just judging a book by the cover, but you look at the image alone and you think, okay, this is going to be some heavy music. This is going to be entertaining. They're going to throw down. And then you listen to it. You're like, oh no, I I think he, it might be a woman. I don't know (laughs) what's happening here. Uh, The guy has tattoos from, you know, his, his toes to the, his eyebrows. And you're like this guy, I, I don't know, dude, I'd rather listen to the, I don't know. I have a lot of opinions already and I don't want to shit on it before we hear the music. Cause who knows? I might become a fan. Okay. Well, wouldn't that be some shit, right? Yeah, I doubt it, but Hey, you never know. My whole thing is, is if you picture Miley Cyrus's brother, you remember he was in that band, um, Metro something Metro station. Okay. Now the guy is tatted up from head to toe, but he sings like a Dixie chick. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of what we're expecting here. Yeah. I guess it's because I come from an older school of musician and artist where it's like, if you look like that dude, I better be able to ask you to play some music and it's, you're going to throw down. But so often everybody's so available to be able to get tattooed from head to toe that they can still go and be like, Oh yeah, I'm just a country artist. Wait, what happened? You look like you're fresh out of prison and you're playing an acoustic. I don't know. You'll see, man. Yeah. Let's dive into this. This is uh the name of the band is falling in reverse. And the song is called Popular Monster. So here we go. And if you, at any point in the song, you want me to stop it so we can just shit on whatever, just let me know and I'll pause it. Okay. Yeah. All right, pause it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, dude, is he about to fucking spit bars? Because now I'm I'm way out. I'm way out now. Yeah. I'm already out. Bro, he came in with the, yeah. What, is Drake on the song? What's going on? Oh, my God. All right, continue. Whatever. Oh, my God. All right, let's see what happens here. He might be, he might bring some fire. You don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I wake up every morning with my head up in a daze. I'm not sure if I should say this. Fuck, I'll say it anyway. Everybody tries to tell me that I'm going through a phase. I don't know if it's a phase. I just want to feel okay. Yeah. I battle with depression, but the question still remains. Is this post-traumatic stressing or am I suppressing rage? And my doctor tries to tell me that I'm going through a phase. Yeah, it's not a fucking phase. I just want to feel okay. Uh, okay, so first of all, I don't need another fucking heavy metal or hard rock song about mental health. It's fucking retarded. 100% I was thinking the fucking same thing. I'm like, isn't this guy like a grown-up? He was already in a band where he was singing about this. Doesn't he have new lyrics yet? Has nothing changed now that he's made a bunch of money? All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What the and hell, dude? The flow that he has isn't bad. It works with the beat that's going on. You know, I can I can get into that. When you listen to the lyrics that he's saying, it's fucking stupid. 
But the tone yeah. in his voice right now is so monotone. It's really hard to actually get into what he's the message. He doesn't. He's not even excited about it. Well, no. Why would he be? He's talking about mental health and shit. Yeah. It's just like, all right. All right, man. Because he has he probably only has two lanes he can go. So he's like, I'll just talk in the beginning of this song instead. Make it fancy. Yeah, all right. Well, let's continue on here. It's less than a minute so far. Okay, yeah, I struggle with this bullshit every day. And it's probably because my demons simultaneously rage. Okay, so this is my this is my issue. It's like the guy because the song that I was initially going to throw at you was from a band called Escape the Fate, and right. the song was Situations. Okay, it starts out just as shitty. He doesn't go yeah, but it just I don't know, dude. It comes in so uh, Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy type of stuff. But it's like at least those guys, you know, they wear a tuxedo on stage. They're not tatted up head to toe. This guy for sure is, and he's still singing again like a Dixie chick. I can't even appreciate the music because, again, with this type of genre, they're so willing to put in synthesized bullshit instead of finding a guy who can play the instruments. You know what I mean? A lot of digitized stuff right there. And you're taking away the idea of an actual musician. You're playing, you're singing a song with a robot. Where's your, and then you're going to sit here and try and yell at us about, about mental health. Yeah. And being a better person, like how you're you're hanging out with robots, man. It's interesting because I could get behind this music if it was done with if a different band was performing it. I'd be like, okay, this isn't terrible, you know. Every, the mix is yeah. good on this. The production isn't bad. The mixture of like heavy metal music and then the whiny, depressing, fucking sad yeah. sack lyrics just doesn't blend well together. I don't really know when this trend sort of really took off. And became a yeah. thing. I get. I guess maybe when Linkin Park got really popular, this sort of style really kind of took off. But well, even the way that they they uh, portrayed the the lyrics that they were doing in their songs, you didn't know that it was about mental health until well after, you know, Chester's situation. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, crawling was a different song when you knew that he was fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I I don't know, dude. I heard I heard that, that album Hybrid Theory and in the fucking seventh grade, and right away I was like, yeah, this is a suicide note. This guy is gonna die soon. All right, I like it. All right, maybe I just I guess I wasn't that deep into the lyricism. <laughs> I, I mean, the the literal lyrics are I tried too hard, and in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I realize this now. Back then, I was like, oh man, this shit's just heavy, right? Who would have known that Limp Biscuit's song Nookie was about sex? I thought he was just, you know, he was really a, a cookie monster type of fan. I didn't, you know, I was just a kid when these things come out. And you don't look too deep in them. You think everybody's just gen generally happy. But then you have stuff like this where it's so uplifting in the music. But then the songs, the lyrics, again, like you're saying, they're coming through whiny. He could say the same shit if it was in a different tone, a different consistency you see what i'm saying where it's like he's just going ah, sad. you know what i'm saying rather than being like ah, ah, you can get there still yeah this is a this is rough already all right let's continue on I 
think I'm going nowhere like a rat trapped in a maze. Every wall that I knock down is just a wall that I replace. I'm in a race against myself. I try to keep a steady pace. How the fuck will I escape if I never close my case? It, it's like a shitty butthole surfers knockoff with the vocals. Like, I'm just thinking of that song with Pe song Peppers. Mark, you got in Sharon, Sharon got Sharia. She was Sharon, Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. It's so monotone yep. and boring, but at least with the butthole surfers, there's a fucking trippy guitar solo that went along with it, and you were able to get into that song. Yeah. This is a this is a singular, singular minded track where it's like, you can hear him say these things and, and some people might relate to what he's saying, but essentially you're like, he's this is a song just for him. This is almost a song you make to leave on your computer for yourself later, <laughs> not for the world. Yeah, let's continue on. Oh my God, I keep on stressing every second that I waste is another second sooner to a blessing I won't take. But my therapist will tell me that I'm going through a stage. Yeah, it's not a fucking stage. I just want to feel okay. Okay, motherfucker, now you got my attention. I need to change a couple things. Okay, hold on. I got I got it. Okay, here's what it is. My biggest gripe is it's not bad, but but there's so many bands that do this exact same thing better. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's it sounds like oh god, there are so many shitty rap rock bands that are out there that came out in like the mid to late two, 2000s or so. It's it's nothing special, but the the lyrics it, the lyrics themselves are the biggest problem to this because it's so fucking whiny. This is this is what would happen if The Cure decided to get hardcore and put some distortion yeah. on their fucking guitars. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, let's continue on. We've reached about the halfway point here. All right, dude. I've been I've been doing uh, metal vocals like this uh, for I don't know a decade and a half. Okay? Oh, you have okay. Yeah, so I do that heavy scream shit. I won't say that I'm a great singer, but I've been doing that for so long that I've got nothing but compliments on it. So I know I have that skill down, and I love that shit. He hit really well, but again, here's here's the only critique. Much like his regular vocals, it was whiny as shit in a scream. His scream still came across whiny. That's weird. It worked for the music, I guess, and for the song in particular. But then again, the, the song is called Popular Monster. That's this guy saying, hey, everybody knows me, Ronnie Radke. And I'm I'm very popular. But also, guess what, guys? I'm a sad, sad monster. OK, you don't know the inner workings of my of my being. But for some reason, stayed stayed steady, successful. Okay, like I said, that song Situations by Escape the Fate, 65 million plays. You're telling me this guy doesn't have money still? And then he goes into another band who is also very successful right now. Look at the views on this damn thing. The guy's doing well. Okay, but we have to, I mean, really it just boils down to my uh, being upset with his his name being Ronald. <laughs> so that's why all this is? You just got a gripe yeah. over the first name? Yep. yep, that was it. I was like, just be Ronald, dude. Don't try to spice it up. Just be Ronald. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I don't care, dude. I, I it really is. Um, 
my old fashioned obsession with music and the in the way that I thought it was supposed to be portrayed when you're a heavy metal band or you're trying to be heavy, right? Right. And again, like you said, it is just they're in a way sticking with the times. They're like, oh, I gotta we gotta add these little synth parts. We gotta do this little thing here. We gotta say these things here to you know stick with our demographic, right? That's what it's about. It's a cash business. Who knows if these are even his lyrics at this point? Yeah, well, I mean, look, let's talk. I, that fucking high note is so pathetic and whiny and just so it's it's this is sad. It's all this is all fucking sad. If this song doesn't end with him reciting the suicide hotline's phone number, I'd be fucking shocked. I, you know what? I get it. I totally would. I totally would understand if that happened. And I would honestly, like you said, in a way, be be expecting it. Okay. Okay, so if this part of the song was the rest of the song, it wouldn't be bad. But I like the line of where the fuck is your God now. I got into that whole bridge part. It got real heavy, and I, I was into it. It, it. If you took away all the whiny, depressing bullshit that was before it and probably going to be after it, I'd like this. I swear to God, I thought you started playing another song. That was weird as shit. Because, again, that is one of the more powerful lines that I've heard multiple times in heavy music. Who's your god now? Where the fuck is your god now? Bow to me, my lord, type shit, right? That's a heavy line before a breakdown. Very well. But, again, I 100% agree with you, dude. Why wasn't that more a part of the song? I thought we were listening to a pop-punk track, you know, with Skrillex on the on the fucking keys. And now we're, now we're actually, oh, there's a guitar player. There's the bass player. What You know what I'm saying? Very strange. Guitar solo would have been nice or something. Yeah, they just went with like a weird synthesizer thing again, you know, animating the music essentially, taking away the human of music, right? The actual language that we, that many musicians can create with their instruments, right? By having somebody just digitize a consistent pattern of a sound, you're taking away soul, <laughs> you know, from music. But let's not get too deep into that. Obviously, this band wasn't looking towards it, right? But right. I will say again, like like you said, there was parts in that song that were totally worth listening to the entirety of it, but there wasn't enough of those good parts to make me feel like, ah, oh, they swayed me. They got a new fan. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there there were elements to the song that I could enjoy, but there wasn't enough of it for me to want to go back through and actually dive into the catalog of this band. Exactly. Well, that was a shit song, Patrick. I, I will give you that. I it's uh, It wasn't quite what I was expecting when I thought of shittiest songs on the internet, but it definitely was a shit song, and I appreciate you bringing it to me. Hell yeah. So, I mean... Go ahead. Like I if if you want to define shittier songs, it would have to go deeper in their catalog. I'm sure that this, like I said, is one of the more popular songs. It was just released a year ago. I've seen many people talk about it, but again, didn't know anything about it until now. Right. Well, you know, you and I had different ideas of shitty songs on the internet, like, and that's cool. I I like that. I like it. Mix things things up a bit. So you went with a band that you know it's they might not be super well known, but they got some popularity to them and some notoriety and shit. I, I found a song, and I found this a while ago. I've been sitting on this baby for a long time. And it's a it's a song from some band that no one's ever heard of. I don't even have the name of them on here. I downloaded this track a good while ago in the beginnings of the show, and I was like, there's going to be a way that I'm going to break this out. You know what I mean? Like, There's certain yeah. things that you save for, for certain moments, and this is a perfect episode to do something like this for. Hell yeah. Yeah, so... The name of this song is just called Hills. Now, Hills is uh, it's an instrumental song. I'm a big fan of instrumental music, Patty. I uh, I play I play acoustic guitar. I like doing a lot of fingerstyle stuff and instrumental music. Some of my biggest influences are instrumental musicians. So this song is very short. It's only about a minute and fifty seconds long, which is you know really all you need for it. And have you ever been to any shows before, Pat? Uh, you know, maybe uh f- five or six, give or take. Okay. Never anything like, oh yeah, this is gonna be memorable. Right. Okay. So you may or may not have seen this. You know, usually before the band, they, they, the band gets up on stage and they're getting ready to start playing and they're doing their little their little warm up bits and the audience can hear them. You know, the drummers doing a little fill just for fun and the guitarist is fucking around just you know to get a feel for the instrument and get warmed up for the set right that's kind of what i feel like is going on in this track but at a certain point the drums start going through with an actual i'm gonna say a rhythm i mean it's kind of hard to follow along with it and then the guitarist and a keyboardist show up and it it, it's just you know i'll just let the song speak for itself here all right all right so here we go So already we got like this weird, creepy sort of, uh, they're trying to create this dark ambient sound space. I totally hear it. I totally feel it. Taking a long time. It's a good build. Heavy build. There's strength in the build. Oh, is that so? Yeah, that's. I mean, when you think about how somebody goes into making music, to simply sit behind the instrument and and build it as it is there, you you don't. There is no message. You're just trying to figure out, hey, what the hell is going on here? Who's doing what? What's the direction? Who's leading? You never know. All right, so so you agree? This totally sounds like no one knew what was going on with this one. Yeah, I know for a fact no one knew. Oh, do you? 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Let's go on. guitarist is just fucking up <laughs> here's here's what i know i know that the recording is horrendous and that's probably why the song is just called hills but i could probably say that the band is kevin uh that is me on drums 100 yeah it's my buddy luke on guitar i think he's on guitar i'm not sure who's playing keyboards at this point because who knows man we were just this is uh at the very I would say initiation of any kind of music we were doing together. And we were just, we would sit, smoke a bunch of weed, talk shit about random topics. And then, Hey, let's jam. And we would just lose control. Most of the time we were really fucking out of our minds, especially me. When I would play drums, I would lose any sense of what was going on and just start smashing everything. But I did my best because I played with so many people along the way who would break their shit. I'm like, dude, that's the worst possible thing. I put my stick through one shitty snare way back when I started on my target drum set. And then this drum set, again, I didn't even have the skills to tune the kit. None of us did. But I was the only one that could keep any kind of rhythm on the kit. So we were like, ah, let's fucking do it, man. We'll just jam. Tuesdays with Mary. I don't know, man. This this is it's rough, and I know you're the drummer behind it. So I'm not. I don't. I don't hold back punches on this shit, dude. I understand the whole concept of you know getting fucked up and jamming with your friends and having some fun. You know what I mean? But to have this as an actual, you know, let's I'll call it a jam session for lack of a better term. And then yeah. you you put a title behind it and you put it out as a song and it's it's such a bizarre move, man. And you know you want to say that you were keeping a fill with these drums, but these drums are lacking so hard. Like I feel like you, how long have you been playing, Pat? Uh, I started when I was eighteen, and I'd only played probably for like a year, then and then I didn't play for another like four years. So this was my first time getting back to drumming at all. That's why basically what happened was there was a drum set. All th- There was three guys who could play music a little bit, and we were like, hey, let's see who can keep drums at all on this kit that just happened to be there. Because in most cases, when we first started playing music, we were playing with the bare minimum. Yeah, That's how it always like, Nobody had shit. The first thing that was ever used as drums when I first started music was a, just a snare. And it was just some random kid who broke it within a week of playing with us. The confusion is is the assumption that it would be a song. I get the the lack of knowledge of wanting to put it out there because I guess everything on the internet has to be gold. I love the idea of the podcast where it's like, oh, yeah, it's a shitty song. Of course it is. But also, you're assuming that it's a song. And again, you said yourself, it is a jam session. And it is. To say that it's a song because it has a title is one thing. But again, it is listening to the music, like you said yourself, when it's instrumental and trying to find out what the hell it's supposed to be. There's something there. And a friend of mine had always said, hey, man, you put it out there, fucking somebody's going to listen to it. Somebody's going to find something into it. But of course, when you don't have any skills in the production of it, you're simply trying to make something. It's going to be bad in the interim. I mean, how many years ago is this? Five years ago? Seven years ago? <laughs> Look at the date on that. 
I mean, you got it a long time ago, so it's obviously a very old track. So, I mean, Snakes in the Grass would have been a better poll for sure. Why Kevin? That's a great question. Why Kevin? Because everybody has these fucking just, oh, call me the, the Descendants. Call me the Fire Torch Band. I was like, hey, man, we're just fucking Kevin. It doesn't have to mean anything. We didn't want it to be anything. We were just doing nonsensical shit, and we knew it. We, we did that shit for three years, just goofing. And I that was really my first attempt to put anything out there to the world. Like, ah, here's this guy's playing shit. We would have taken it more seriously if we brought more serious people in. But again, when I started music, it was always just people who had no idea what we were doing. You just give it a shot. Yeah, that's you know kind of that's kind of how it sounds, man. I mean, let's 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 continue on here. We only got like thirty seconds left, so. It's like when you go to see a jam band perform live and the band has taken way too much acid before they started performing and it just they peaked right as their first set began. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's honestly like, hey, this is a this is a, somebody who is playing on something they've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, clearly. <laughs> I guess I just look at music in a different light than most people because I appreciate my own shit. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is about it. I just like the fact that I did that. So listening back, I still even just listening now, it's I I know what it is, and I ex I accept your opinions on it. But at the same time, I just look at it differently, where it's like, hey man, fuck it, it was giving it a shot. We were doing something, especially when I look at everybody that's that I'm surrounded by, who are who do nothing, like oh yeah, he fucking gave it a shot, regardless of what it is, he gave it a shot. I mean, and I can understand that, Patrick. And, you know, I, I like to poke fun here and there. But, you know, I, in all seriousness, man, you've been playing you've been playing instruments for you said since you were 18 years old. I'm I'm assuming you're you've been doing it for a little while now. I don't know your exact age, but where is the practice in all that? Like eventually I feel like you would you would stumble well, upon I, some good fills and shit. Well, believe me, if you if you did, if that was the single song that you found, you didn't listen to the full catalog. And that's not against your research at all. But. Again, my point is that wasn't my forte. My forte is the vocals. If anybody wants to check the vocal skills, they can do that for sure. And I mean, well, you know, that's what I do. I did that for a decade and a half. I'm oh. not defending my drumming skills. I'm defending the, the vocal skills. So an instrumental played by somebody who had been playing drums for a year and then didn't play for many years and then got back on the kit. I don't know. It's, it's not the same as talking about a Ronnie Radke who's made millions of dollars being in a band. You know, I didn't. I guess I wasn't expecting a, a podcast where I was defending my my own music, but uh, here we are, you know. Oh shit! Well, you know, I, it's funny how things turn out with this show, Pat, and I appreciate you sure. being a good sport sure. about all of this. Um, yeah. You, yeah, you guys know you guys know the drill by now. You go to you go to our Twitter page over at Shitty Song Pod, and you, the listeners, get to decide which song makes its way through to Shitty Song of the Year in December. If you think that. What Patty Broken Skull had had brought, you vote for that. If you think what I brought, you vote for that. You we want the shittiest songs to make their way through here. And so, you know, Pat, I thought I thank you so much for coming on, man. Is there anything else you want to plug before we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, man, it's all good. 
just check out check out some more Kevin. It's easy to find. I don't think there's another band called Kevin. But it did stand for uh, kill everyone violently if necessary. We did have a little. I forgot to answer. <laughs> oh, so Kevin's an acronym. Okay. It, it did eventually become one just in case anybody asked us out of the curiosity. Well, shit, that's good to know, man. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man, as always. So it's going to wrap it up for today, guys. So this has been Brandon. And until next time, 